Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. show will good morning everybody you are listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show yeah man god is in the blessing business all day every day god got hundreds of millions of blessings that he passes out every day all i want to do is be the recipient that i'm the recipient of what he has for me that's all I want. I just want God's favor, and I go. I want God's blessings. You know, of course, I need his mercy and his grace, but I just want his blessing and his favor. I want, 
I want that in my life because it does things for me that I'm absolutely incapable of doing for myself. And I've been a recipient of many of those. And you can be the recipient of them too. You already are, really. Really, you already are. If you're getting up every morning, that's a blessing. If you're getting one day closer to anything you're trying to accomplish, that's a blessing. But now, let, let me... Let, let me talk to you about this part right here, folks, because this is the part that messes people up a great deal. What happens when you get off track? What is that? What does that mean when you get off track? See, I've been off track. I can't tell you how many times. And it happens in so many aspects of your life. But, but what is it that makes getting off track so debilitating to some people? You know, there are some people who once they off track, they off course, they off the dream, they on to something else. And you cannot allow the fact that you've gotten off track to stop you. Can I tell you something? Everybody gets off track. Nobody does a diet exactly, meal per meal, calorie by calorie exact. Everybody makes mistakes. But somehow, there are people who have made a success of themselves. There are people who are living their life's dreams. There are people who lose weight in spite of getting off track. See, what happens when you get off track, here's the simple thing to do. The simple thing is just to get back on track. Yeah, that's, that's, but that's easier said than done, ain't it, Steve? Yeah, because see, people... When you get off track, here's some of the things that happen. See, you get the, here come the naysayers, some of them from the outside, some of them internally. Here's what gets said when you get off track. See, I told you. I told you. You know, you, you, you start hearing that. It's not for you. Okay? This is all just because you got off track. It's not for you. Okay, here's another one. It ain't meant to be. You can hear it or you can say it. Well, I guess it's just not meant to be. These are all things that people say to themselves once they get off track. You can't do it. Well, I don't guess I can do it. Here's another one. I thought you said that you was going to make it. You know, I was sure hoping I could have made it. It comes external or internal, but these are just some of the things that said. I thought you said you was going to lose weight. Well, you know, I had tried to lose some weight. I'm just going down the list of some of the things that goes through a person's mind when they get off track. But let me ask you a question, though. Who made the rule that when you get off track, you can't get back on. Who, who made that rule? Where is that written that once you get off track, you can't get back on? See, because I'm going to tell you something, folks. There's no such rule. As a matter of fact, it's, it's quite the opposite. See, everybody in pursuit of a dream, a goal, an aspiration, or a mission is going to get off track sometimes. You're going to get derailed. There are going to be days where you're not going to get it right. 
There are going to be days where you feel like giving up. There's going to be days when you're just going to flat out get it wrong. That's the journey. But let me tell you something. Every successful person that I know, ever met, talked to, sat down and chopped it up with, have shared one thing in common. We all get off track. We all get it wrong along the way. I don't care who the person is. The president got it wrong along the way. Your pastor got it wrong along the way. Choir director got it wrong along the way. The principal at your school got it wrong along the way. The valedictorian of your class got it wrong along the way. The star of the team got it wrong along the way. They've all been off track. Your boss down at your job, he got it wrong along the way. Your immediate supervisor got it wrong along the way. Everybody I know that has any measure of success in every in every level that you call success, however you want to label it, has gotten off track. As a matter of fact, it's impossible. Listen to me. It is impossible not to get off track in pursuit of your dreams, goals, visions, aspirations. It is impossible. Don't you let nobody tell you that they got through life unscathed, that they made it because they was just so determined and I would let nothing turn me back. Yeah, you might not have let nothing turn you back because you're here. Oh, but you thought about it. Oh, you thought about it on days when you was off track. But see, people don't like to tell the whole story. They just want you to think as much as you can about them. So when they tell you their story, they leave out the, the, the stuff along the way. It was just hard work and determination that got me here. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was the fact that you got off track and the grace and mercy of God allowed you to get back on. His forgiveness allowed you to get back on because you would not believe what some of the people have done. So when you get off track, don't allow the naysayers outside and the big naysayer inside because let me tell you something. The biggest naysayer of them all comes from inside. See, it don't matter what other people say out there. It takes some time for you to learn this, and I understand, because it took me some time to learn it. See, I have a lot of naysayers out there, but I ain't operating for them. I operate and function for the ones that love me, for the ones that get me, for the ones that understand what I'm really trying to do. And so don't you be the one that doesn't allow yourself to get back on track when you get off track. Because like I said, who made the rule up that you can't get back on track? There's no such rule out there. Stop stopping yourself from getting it right. So what you started the diet at the beginning of the year and you already off? Start another one. Start over. Try it again. Don't ever stop trying. If you stop trying, you can't make it. But if you never give up the effort, if you never give up and say it's over, it ain't over. You heard the saying, it ain't over to the fat lady saying, I never invite her. She's not invited. It ain't over to the fat lady saying, I don't know where the fat lady stay. I have not sent her an invitation to none of my events. She's not welcome here. She didn't ask me a couple of times. How come I never get invited? Because you're going to start saying it. 
and I ain't got time for that. All right? Stop inviting the fat lady to all your events. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention? This is the year 2019. This is the beginning of a future that we've all so gladly anticipated and awaited its arrival. And praise be to God, we are all here. Mm. Now that we are here, in the words of a great songwriter, now that we found love, what are we, we going to do with it? That simply means now that it's here, what is we going to do with it? <laughs> Let the church say amen. Amen. Amen, amen again. Yes, guys. Now that we found love, what, are we gonna do with what in the world mm. is we going to do with it? Say it again, Pastor. Say it again. I said, <laughs> now that we found love, yeah. mm-hmm. what in the world is we going to do with it? Mm. How, break it down, Pastor. Break it down. Break it when down. When you've been devoid of love mm-hmm. for years, maybe. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, uh, let, let, say, say maybe even a decade mm-hmm. or so. Mm-hmm. Wow. When it comes up. Yeah. And uh, uh, pops up. <laughs> yes, right. Uh, stumbles up in front of you. Come on here, boy. <laughs> Trickle down on you. All right. You better say that. A potential. Uh, a manner from heaven. Come on. Get away from here with that. What <laughs> when it show up in front of you? Not where you can see it. Yeah. yeah. Shut up. Just shut your mouth. Question becomes what is you going to do with it? Because it's here now. You is stupid with it. You stupid with it. You stupid. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you can be stupid with it. That's right. That's right. You can get, you can get goofy with it. Uh-huh. Goofy. You can get... You can get jiggy with it. <laughs> yeah. You, you can get you can start feeling some kind of way about it. <laughs> ignorant with it. You ignorant you, with it. You want you want to put your mouth on it. Oh no. no. Come on. You want to you you want you want you want to tangle it. What? <laughs> you better touch that thing. Don't you, touch you, it. You, touch you it. Don't get a little, 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 little put touch taste it. on it. Touch it. Now that we found love. Uh-huh. Touch it. That is the theme of this morning show. All right. Yes, sir. What is you going to do with it? What <sighs> are you going to do? Mm-hmm. I'm going to spank that thing. All right, yeah. now. You're going you're gonna to That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do what with yeah, it? When I find love, I'm going to spank that thing. Spank that thing. <laughs> <laughs> when yeah. you find some love. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to show that thing what I'm working with. Come on here now. Uh, and as we go to commercial break uh-huh. uh, at the please, antithesis please. of Shirley and Carl. At the what? Antithesis. <laughs> that means pissed offness. Yes. Uh, they are going to debate on what they're going to do with it mm-hmm. <laughs> once they find it. Yeah. We'll I be back with more of this show. <laughs> Want it or not? <laughs> at 32 after the hour. 2019. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, guys, so it's Tuesday now, January uh-huh. 8th. Um, let's talk about New Year's resolutions. I know you mentioned yeah. something about yours yesterday, uh, Steve. I ain't mentioned nothing. In your uh, closing remarks. Mm. And um, it, it's day eight of the brand new year, so are, are you guys sticking to your resolutions? Did you guys even make resolutions? Yeah. I, I no, I ain't yeah. making I'm sticking right yeah. to it. What? What's what's yours, you, what's yours? I ain't made one. <laughs> I'm on schedule. To you ain't I'm got right nothing resolved. Ain't nothing resolved. You're right on schedule. I'm on schedule. <laughs> Keeping my word. Timing is everything, Junior. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing what I'm doing. What y'all do? But, Steve, you did mention yesterday, I, I, I'll remind you, you said that you don't necessarily wait till the, the beginning of the new year to do what you say you're going to do. Right. If you say on Christmas Day you're going right, to do something, you start. do it. But yeah. now, I have some goals. For 2019. All right, I like that. And I have two major goals. And both of them, I believe, are health related. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The first one, one I am going to get my weight to 220. 220? Okay. Okay. That's good. Okay. All right. I'm 240 right now. Okay. Yeah, I'm 240 right now. I need to drop 10. Yeah, fuck it. Okay. I, I need to drop 20. Okay. Hit, this is the one that's going to throw everybody into something, but I got to put some pressure on myself. What? I am down to 12 cigars this year. One a month? One a month. Yep. Really? Uh, hold on. And, and yeah, that's from, from what did you used to do? Uh, one every other one hour, a twelve a month. Uh, twelve a day. <laughs> well, that's a big change. That's a huge change. That's then. a big difference. Yeah, well, one a month to, to that's damn near cold turkey. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it really I'm, is, Tommy. I'm gonna do one. I'm I'm trying to get it down right now. Uh huh. I'm I'm down to one a week. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm trying so to hold that. Is that doctor's yeah. order? Uh no. Just Steve's. Yeah, help. but, That's you know, goal. just just me, man, I just... Yeah. You know what really did it, man? Julian Michaels was on my television show, and she was on the ladies' panel. Uh-huh. And trainer? we were just... Yeah. Yeah, the trainer, Julian Michaels. Okay. okay. And she was so mad at me. She said, I said, yeah, I smoke cigars. You smoke cigars? Oh, my God, no. How many cigars you smoke? I said, probably three a week, four a week. Oh, my God, no. No, Steve, I can't. No, you're too important. She talked to me so crazy. On your show. <laughs> that her daughter, when I invited her back on the show to be on the female panel again, her daughter said, Mommy, is Mr. Harvey mad at you? <laughs> and so she was very timid backstage. And I go backstage and say hello to the ladies before we start the panel. Uh, and she was going, uh-huh. I'm really sorry about the other time. I was yelling. And I went, no, man. She affected me. She really did. So, so uh, I'm going to do that. Why was she so why, upset? Yeah, why? Julie, yeah. Exactly. Well, you know, she said you can get cancer of the mouth oh, and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. I've you heard know. that. Oh, okay. yeah, well. But, Health you know, yeah. I'm not, so. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're not, dog? <laughs> okay, so you're cutting back one, one a month. Oh, one a month. So you got goal. a birthday down coming down up. <laughs> Excuse me, what well, was what that? What we going to do then? What, what was that? Well, that'd probably be the one this month. <laughs> okay. I haven't had a cigar so far. Okay. But you so know, I had one month. cigar last week. 
but I haven't had a cigar this week. Seems like if you cut back that much, you'll probably eventually give them up. You just won't smoke well, then them What are we going to do with the ones you already got? Oh, man, that's, <laughs> ooh, Junior, boy. you're not helping. At oh. this point, Junior, these cigars could last me the rest of my life. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. Do I need to start putting my but order But, you know, in? here's the hard part. Uh-huh. I, I don't know what I'm going to do to replace it. I, because oh. let me let me tell you something. Cigar smoking offers me such a relaxation and a moment of enjoyment. You know, I don't I don't drink, so the, you know, right. I can't cut that out because I don't drink. <laughs> you don't want to eat over eat. You don't want to. You don't do want to pick up nothing yeah. else. Uh, yeah, but I want to do something. But what can I do, man? I, that's why I need suggestions, man. I went to sex. Oh, I did. I mean, I don't know if that'll help you, but. It 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 relieves me. I mean, yeah. you know, me too. You, yeah. You're right about that, but you know, uh, I hate this show. I have very <laughs> limited uh, with opportunities, <coughs> and everybody yeah. based on, on just, I, I'm having sex with the same person. Can I can I ask y'all a question, honestly? Mm-hmm. What? Why does sex? Why does it? The, after you get married, why does it like? Like, Be careful. Like, uh, how do I say this? You well, don't. let me put it to you this way. <laughs> Let somebody else say it. Yeah, okay. Tommy, here, here, here. Everybody here. that ignorant. Yeah. A little boy was in the drugstore with his father one time. Uh-huh. Do I have time for this? Yeah. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. A little boy was in the drugstore with his father one time. And they was in the aisle, and he happened to be standing in front of condoms. Mm-hmm. And he saw a box of condoms that was a three-pack. Okay. And he said, Dad, what are these right here? He said, well, son, that's for college students. <laughs> that's, uh, you know, okay. about to have a great weekend. Mm-hmm. A uh, wonderful night all after a weekend. That's what that's for. He said, okay, Dad. Then he said, well, Dad, what is this box right here for? And it has six of them in there. He said, well, son, that's for a high school student that, you know, might have some luck come his way, you know, this month. He said, okay. So he saw a 12-pack. There you go. And he said, Dad, what is that for? He said, oh, that's a 12-pack. He said, that's for married men, son. That's that's one for every month. <laughs> See? <laughs> and that's the problem I got right there. <laughs> you ain't gonna get to use all them, they're gonna lap yeah. over. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> Coming up, it is the nephew <laughs> with run that prank back. Yeah. You got a good one now? Well, you you think I don't? <laughs> we'll be back at 44 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, national news with Miss Ann with the latest on the government shutdown I'm right so now. Nephew's here. It's time to run that prank back. Come what you got, Nev? Uh, triple casket. <laughs> so stupid. Triple casket. He look around the room when yeah, he says yeah, like it. You yeah. want confirmation? Yeah. Like we good with yeah. this. Well, I need confirmation from somebody. Triple <laughs> casket. I'm with you on the time. You okay. know I like it. Run Don't that cat. It is triple casket. Jenkins Mortuary. This is Calvin. How may I help you? Uh, how you, Calvin? How you doing? My name is Brandon, man, or Brandon Giles. I, um, okay. I'm I'm calling. Uh, we've got somebody that uh has passed. Actually, uh, uh, three people. Well, I'm sorry, passed away. Lost, uh, I'm yeah, well, well, you, I thank you for that, man. It was kind of expected. 
Uh, right. So, you know, it, it, it wasn't something that caught us off guard. But, right. you know, but all in all, you know, we're still grieving about uh, losing our loved ones. But uh, but I, I wanted to give you all a call. We're, we're trying to um, pick a particular funeral home on who we want to um, uh, right. take care Handle of everything. Services. You know? Yes, okay. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, um, uh, we can definitely help you with that. And um, uh, once again, I just want to, you know, just let you know that we can – pretty much do the whole game that we we can make sure that your needs are taken from you know from from now on um okay. we're here for you just wanted to get that okay. out uh what is your main need uh you, you said three people sir yes 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 I okay. To, uh, okay i wanted to okay. bring uh attention to you do you guys customize uh caskets yes we okay. do gold plating uh engraving uh, no, we no, even no, have no, a new no, thing no. where we can put uh, the picture of the person on the outside, like a, a semi-gloss uh, coating. Okay. We have a couple options. Yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I don't need that. I no gold or nothing like that. Listen, okay. listen what I want to do, is, is there any way that you could maybe uh, customize a casket that can accommodate three people? Um, uh Yes, like we, we, we can we can customize each individual casket for each individual no, uh, no, family no, member. No, 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 Calvin, that ain't what I'm asking. What I'm saying is, if I I want to like like I like I say, these my cousin, they was all close. It, you know, I don't have a problem with all three of them being in the same casket. Ah, uh, I get you. Um, uh, to, you know, to my knowledge, as, as far as I've been in this business, I've never. Uh, I'm not really sure we can actually do that. I mean, I mean, let me, let me what, what, I mean but what's the problem? If we can get them all in there and close well, the lid? Well, you, well you, sir, I mean, I think that's a I, – I, I don't even think, if for one, it's legal in this state or any state, uh, three people in one casket. Um, and ethics-wise, I, 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 uh, that's not really something that uh, – how can I say? That we actually, you know – but if you customizing a casket, Calvin, then you ought to be able to put as many people in there. If you make it deep enough and wide enough, ought to be able to get three people in there, right? Well, the customization is 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 the outer side of the casket, and maybe you know some people uh, even put TV screens on the inside, or some of their 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 loved ones' uh, memorable uh, mementos. Uh, we customize it for that, you know, color-wise, uh, size. So, so what about when when it's a person um, real big, uh, you know, a heavy-set person? You know, you got to have a casket <laughs> that can accommodate them, right? Uh, yes, but it, okay. So, again, so you ought to be able to put person. you ought to be able to put three people in one casket if they can fit. Uh, I'm, if I'm, you put two one way and one the other, other way, sir, then you ought to sir. be able to have all three of them in there at one time. Um. Is there anybody else around you and your family that can help talk uh, with me about this? I'm talking to right now. I'm trying to get. That, I'm trying to accommodate my you, cousins you and get them straight. And I'm asking you, can we get them in a casket that one casket that can accommodate three people? If you put two pillows on Sir, one I, end, I one you, pillow. That's not, that's not something we're we're, we're really. Uh, that ain't something with your is used to doing, Calvin. But I'm calling you, telling that's you too. that's the way I want this customized, man. All right, all right, brother. Look, brother. Brother, just just chill out with customers, all right? So we're trying sir, to get three people. Sir, what? Yes. I have a standard plan. It, it'd be a low-end standard plan for three individual caskets. 
That's all I can We call. ain't got we don't have enough money for three individual caskets. I keep telling you that. We got room well, for one like casket. We we just need the big enough, man, that? so you could get everybody in there and close the door. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to go back and forth with you, sir. I know this is a time. Of then go. Then you ain't got to go back and forth with me. It's build, build the that I need so I can bury my family. I, I don't really know what to tell you, sir. But I'm just really trying to help. I'm trying Won't to. Won't you, you tell me you're gonna get three people in the casket looking good? We can't two, do that. Two. We cannot do that. Who the f you hollering at, man? Sir, I'm the one going through bereavement. I understand that, but you are. You're. You're. You're, you're, you're using foul language. It, it's just we can't do it, brother. You hear me? Like, no, we're, no, we're no, not no, that's no, no, hold on. No, my no, cousin no, them sir, said they wanted I have to use the right to refuse. No, sir. No, we can't do okay, it. Okay, look, I'm, I, look, man, hey, man, y'all gonna bury these three people and you gonna put all three of them in the same so damn you casket, me, man. Now, now two, you me what I, two on one, on one end and one on the other one, man. Sir, if you're drinking, okay. just stop. I'm, ain't nobody drinking. Let me tell you something, man. Let me say this to you. Yes, what, your name sir. Calvin, right? Yes, yes, it is, sir. Okay, Calvin so, Calvin, Calvin, let me say this to you. Either y'all going to bury my cousins the way I want it, or Calvin, you're going to get your ass whooped. Who you talking to? That's what's going to happen. Now, 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 that's it right there, sir. I've been trying to be as professional as I can. This whole conversation is as crazy as it is. But now. Ain't nothing crazy about it. No, 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 no. You I told you I want you to bury my cousins. Come on down here. I got some places to put your body and your cousin's body. How about that, huh? Oh, oh, you talking about doing oh, something to me now? Yeah, because you obviously... Oh, you, don't, you, don't, you don't sound you too damn confident. Not. You don't sound too confident, Calvin. I, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. This ain't the place, and I'm not the one. You will be in the ground messing with us. Matter of fact, if you come here, I'm going to you up. How about that? Okay, Calvin. Okay, Calvin. Let me tell you something, Calvin. Me and Tommy going to be down there today then. I'm bringing Tommy with me. Who the Tommy, huh? <laughs> this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. You just got pranked, Calvin. This some b <laughs> <laughs> Yo, y'all had me ready to whip somebody. <laughs> I just want to know who put you up to this Reginald that works Reggie. at the, uh, yes. I'm going to whip Reggie. <laughs> you better watch what you drink. You better watch what you eat. I'm on your to revenge, Reg. <laughs> Hey, Calvin, give me this, man. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, you know it's nothing but the Steve Harvey morning show. Y'all got me. Y'all got me, man. Y'all got me. <laughs> feeling me? Anybody feeling me? You know I am. You ain't got to ask. Okay. Tommy. Anybody feeling me? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not feeling Trust me, it's some people right <laughs> now who wish they could have out. a triple cask. Yeah. Okay? Right, we we on top of each other. I like that too, Tommy. Yeah. Head, head, head and shoulder all the way up. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys, more information on 2019 Sand and Soul Festival in the Dominican Republic. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, uh, people need a break from this winter, okay? It's cold and everything. Uh, and they're thinking about planning vacation, you know. Well, this what, what By the time Santa's so get here, be over. What you need a break from <laughs> is them kids. Say it again, Steve. What you need a break from is them damn kids. <laughs> Don't worry about the season. That's what saying the soul is for. It ain't a break from the winter. Hell, it'll already be summer. You need a break from them damn kids. 
School is out, and they ass is at the house. Okay. Oh my God. Worst time of the year, my mom and them said, was summer vacation. Oh my God. I'm feeling well, good about 2019. And I'm going to start it off. Yes. This is the way I'm going to do it. Okay. Steve Harvey listening. My $99 special for two more weeks. What? Money. My $99 special. What? For you to join me at my all-inclusive Sand and Soul Festival. We once again, you can ask anybody that was there if it wasn't slamming, jamming. Man. I bet you it was. Oh. We taking over the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, for five. Five incredible Woo! days. Non-stop fun. Mark your calendars now for October 10th through the 14th, Columbus Day weekend. Woo! October 10th through the 14th, Columbus Day weekend. Here's some of what you'll enjoy. Oh, my God. We had so much fun. All inclusive. (laughs) Food, alcohol, Uh 24-hour room service. Yeah. I'm going to have to take my vegan chef if that's what I'm going to try this year. (laughs) (laughs) Because you know you're going to fall off. Man, I was was wrong on so many levels. There's a jacuzzi and a balcony in every room. Mm, That's 13 swimming pools, y'all. We got 11 restaurants. You can't get bored. We got 23 bars and lounges. Unlimited resort credits. And the largest casino in the Caribbean. I got put out the casino. How <laughs> you get put out? Because I, I overwon. The dude that run it is a dude from Toledo. He said, man, this weekend was doing great till you hit them two jackpots, Mr. Hog. He overwon, he said. Yeah, that's what they mad Because I hit the jackpot. And all their proceeds, I was winning. Just in there clowning. Let's praise God for that. Mr. Harvey, Mr. Harvey, just wait. If that wasn't enough, stand by and get ready to experience this. What? Welcome to Paradise. Genuine live this year. Genuine. Pony, baby. Pony, baby. Pony. Jump on it. Ride, 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 ride it, man. All the way there. And, <laughs> and just for clearances, he's talking about grown folks. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Fresh off this weekend, we need to clarify that. He's got a beard he's now. He's talking about yeah, grown they folks. About that. Mm-hmm. Who got a beard? Genuine. Genuine. <laughs> no. Showtime at the Apollo. Mm-hmm. Oh. The beauty bar that I walked into last year that was a huge success. Hosted by the fabulous Marjorie Hart. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Hey, we got a party at Sea Day Cruise. I will not be on that. I, I did. I that. don't go out to sea with drunk ass people. <laughs> we got the Tears of Joy comedy show. We got the Act Like a Success master class. Mm-hmm. We got the 80s party with Dougie Fresh performing live. Nice. We got, oh Lord, help me, Father God. Cigars and cognac. Uh-oh. Hand-rolled cigars. I'm going to have to save you going, up. You going to that? Yeah, I'm going to have to save up. Okay. Casino Royal Party. Come raise a sharp. Dress to success. Dress for success. We're going to do a Casino Royal Party. You know how we had them theme nights? Yeah. Then yes. we're going to do a Red Light District Grand Finale concert. Ooh. Red, red Light District. Red, red attire suggested. Yeah. We yeah. suggest red attire. Wow. Red Light District Party. Kid Capri performing live. Make your reservations. Leave your wallets at home. Go to steveharveysandandsoul.com. Or you can call 800-684-2825. 800-684-2825. Tell them Uncle Steve sent you. Let's show up show out. Steve Harvey Nation.
Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, thank you. That sounds good. This is Ann Tripp with the news, everybody. A judge in Nashville, Tennessee, has ruled that a white police officer's fatal shooting of a black man who was running away from him last July was not a justifiable use of lethal force. 25-year-old Daniel Hambrick was carrying a gun, but he was running away not towards Officer Andrew Delkey, and judge says that Delkey had no reason to shoot him. So he says Delkey's criminal homicide case will be going to a grand jury. Any person in Davidson County who shoots someone who is running away from them, shoots them in the back and kills them, needs to be held accountable. Authorities say Delkey was looking for stolen cars, but that after checking Hambricks and finding that it was not stolen, not stolen, that Officer Delkey tried to make an arrest anyway. And dash cam video shows Delkey shooting Hambrick twice in the back and once in the head. Delkey says he feared for his life. The governor of Tennessee, Bill Haslam, has granted executive clemency to a woman named Centoya Brown, a young African-American woman whose case you may have heard of right here. Centoya has been serving a life sentence for killing a man when she was only 16 who'd paid to have sex with her. Her supporters say Centoya was a victim. She was homeless. She was alone. She was used by human traffickers, and she killed a man in self-defense. She had a host of people all over the country championing her case, including Rihanna and Kim Kardashian. Governor Haslam says that in this case, imposing a life sentence on a Jew that would require her to serve at least 51 years before being eligible for parole is much too harsh. The White House says that President Trump uh, will address the nation tonight in primetime at 9 o'clock with the partial government shutdown of congressional impasse over the border wall now in its third week. There are now reports of long lines at airports, by the way, some of the unpaid airport personnel, TSA, people calling in sick. The partial government shutdown, by the way, could affect millions who rely on food stamps to feed their families. The food stamp program is run by the Department of Agriculture, which is one of the departments that's not getting funded. The IRS, though, says it will get those tax refunds out. Oscar-winning actor Kevin Spacey pled innocent yesterday to charges concerning alleged sexual assault stemming from an encounter in a Massachusetts bar two years ago. R. Kelly says he hasn't watched that controversial documentary that everybody's talking about, but he says he's suing everybody. And finally, it's National Man Watchers Day. Ooh, ooh, cute legs. Anyway, this is Andrew for the news. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, today is National Poetry Day. I know you guys didn't know that, but you know who does know that? Hmm. <laughs> Our resident poet, huh? the one and only Junior. You what? Junior is here to yeah. give us some poetry. You got a poem, man? Got a poem, man. I, I got two poems for you today. But listen, uh, can we get the lights on? Okay. Ain't nobody doing me, all that. I got it. Let me dim it for you. It's the morning. I just, for the man. I just the won't night. dim the lights because poetry is important. Okay, how's that? Now, how's that? Now, there's a group of angry people out there that do this all the time. Uh-huh. I'm one of them <laughs> that do poetry. Uh-huh. Got one right. for you. Here it is. This, mm. I wrote this. This okay. is rich. We supposed to snap our fingers? No, nah, you ain't got to snap. Just this. <clears throat> Here we go. Angry. I'm not <laughs> snapping. very angry. Today uh-huh. is National Poetry Day. So I have a little rhyme. I like to whip it out and read it. It won't take up much time. Words are put upon this earth for understanding and communication. So go out and celebrate Poem Day here across this great nation. Mm-hmm. P.S. You cannot rhyme the word orange. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You the can't word. rhyme the word orange. The word orange is unrivable. <laughs> Un- what? Un- unrhymable. Orange is unrhymable. What you, you, do you have anything to go with it? 
Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Don't even try it. You they, know. Why didn't you use another word? I just had to let y'all know that's yeah. what y'all don't know about poetry. <laughs> that we don't never use the word orange. Okay. Because it's unrhyming. <laughs> yeah. He wrote he this. Oh, yes. He wrote this. Now, here we go. Corn. Okay. Here's my, here's my last selection. In. Okay. I, I just can rhyme the word orange. <laughs> oh, a real word. With a real word. Somebody said they was going to the store. Somebody was going to buy orange. Somebody said, well, if you going down there, then hell, everybody going. <laughs> Stupid. Uh-uh, Steve. What? Boom. What? what? <laughs> it's the way he said orange. Oh. Okay, close, here we go. Though. Here we go. It was close. Here we go. Uh, orange. Going. Oh. I'm out. Orange. Orange. What's up, Here's the last one for y'all on National Poetry Day. <clears throat> Ask yourself. What is a poem mm-hmm. but mere words that people stop and listen to read in a book? No, 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 no. Yet we are too busy today to listen to the poem that others say. So remember, if a strange man or woman comes up to you with poem, take time to listen. And remember, again, you cannot rhyme the word on. What? <laughs> The hell? The what? 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 You're not doing no more, Dan. <laughs> what? We say this every time. Yeah, we gotta do I more of those. those that was down. great. Junior. I killed this. What? You, you dropped the mic, Junior. Okay, oh, okay. What was the last poem again? One more time. I, I, I'm still trying. No. It was a poem, Tommy. We gotta the, go. The line was, <laughs> you, you cannot to... rhyme the word orange. I told you in the first and backdoated in the second. This boy's creative. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it! <laughs> we gotta go. Coming up at 34 after the hour, we're gonna talk about Mr. Donald Trump right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In political news, the president will address the nation tonight in his primetime speech on border security. That goes down at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central. And the president also has plans on visiting the U.S.-Mexico border on Thursday. As we all know, Mr. Trump has shut down the government because of the lack of funding for his wall. The White House is asking for $5.7 billion, that is billion with a B, for a steel barrier. And uh, Steve, listen to this. Now, this is according to MSNBC. The president also wants $4.2 billion to support a capacity of 52,000 detention beds, $563 million for 75 immigration judges, and $211 million to hire 750 more Border Patrol agents, $571 million for law enforcement officers in U.S. uh, communities to fight gang violence, smuggling and trafficking, $800 million for humanitarian needs, and that includes uh, medical care for detainees and $675 million to improve technology for inspecting vehicles coming through border checkpoints for contraband. What? We no money left. Who, who, how are we going to pay for it? I know. Where's all this money coming from? We got to be broke. I'm, I'm, what, what was that total, though, Shirley? Oh, I don't know. I didn't add it up. Um, is, I mean, is that what he said the five billion for? This is an addition to the five billion. Oh no, 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 dog, no, no. See, what they want to do is they'll give him the money for all of that. Mm-hmm. They will, because they've already agreed to do one point some billion or two billion mm-hmm. for, for border they, security. They've already come to that, and like you know, I agree. You should have more border patrol officers. 
mm-hmm. you know, you should have, you know, more judges so you can speed the process or something if that's what it's for. You know, I agree with that. You know, if you want to do that, that's border security. If But you can't get that in no damn wall. Ain't nobody finna build a wall because then you still got the same problem. And there's a study out that says all the wall going to do is make it 47 seconds harder to get in here. Mm. 47. Less <laughs> than a minute. Less than a minute. 47 seconds. That's about how long it's going to take the average person to clear that damn wall. Yeah. And plus they so still have the tunnels. They're they going to run on. a doggone ladder over there. Tunnels, ladders, yeah, pole tunnel. vault. We can get over yeah. the wall. Airplane. Yeah. How about just airplane? Yeah. A flight. <sighs> And yeah, but all that money, Steve, is in addition to the five point seven billion. A hot air balloon. Can you get over there with a hot? Yeah. How about you just go down to I, California and walk so. around? <laughs> so he's gonna do a speech tonight to yeah. what? To try to explain uh, you know, to the American I'm, people that, why he shut down the government for this? I'm assuming he's gonna try and break it down and make it all make sense as to why he needs all this money and stuff, you know? Well, what about these what people happened to Mexico paying for it? And, and they told you before they wasn't paying for that wall. Yeah, well, go back to them again. See if they'll change their mind. Why? Well, no. Mexico? No, because he wants to blame the Democrats now. Why, why do that when you can blame the Democrats? The, for this the guy as a president, man, this this is a disaster for this nation. This is the worst. And for yes, people Steve. not to even admit to that. You know, what? I let me tell you what to watch for in this speech tonight. Okay. He's going to make all these repeated statements, and them damn Republicans going to stand up and applaud. Oh, yeah. No matter what Even he said. when they know what he's saying is a lie or cannot happen. And the Democrats going to be sitting over there with they, sitting on their hands, man. Well, I think what this speech is tonight, Steve, is from the Oval Office. I think what you're talking about is the State of the Union, yeah, he's, which he's will be in a few weeks. Yeah. But he'll probably repeat the same thing and have that same method and logic. That's stupidity. That's it's just stupidity to shut down the government. Nancy Pelosi said they're not giving him nothing. But but he's you, and no, he no, mean no. You ain't getting damn. Yeah, thing, and he's <laughs> trying to blame it on the, the shutdown on the Democrats because they won't fund it. He ain't getting none past Nancy. You do know this, though. No, she don't look like she gonna give him a damn. You ain't getting none past Nancy. <laughs> All right, uh, we're moving on. Up next, it is the nephew with the prank phone call for today. You ain't got to build a wall around this him. <laughs> I'm mm. giving you side eye right now. You see that, don't you? All right, coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after uh, today's strawberry letter. Uh, this is the subject for today. Am I trifling and ungrateful? Mm. Probably are. If you got to ask, yes. ask. Uh-huh. if you ask, am I trifling and ungrateful? Then you are. Yeah. Oh, you mm. close to it. Mm, let's let's mm-hmm. let's hear the letter and find out. And mm, see. No, nah, I'm gonna go with what I just All said. Right. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll see. Uh, again, the subject of my strawberry letter for today: Am I trifling and ungrateful? Steve says yes. All right. Nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? This is for uh. You know what, Shirley? This was for you. Huh? Carla. How did I get into the prank? Mississippi Monica. Neighborhood Watch. Neighborhood Watch. Okay, that sounds good. Sounds sound yeah, all right, okay. right? Okay. Sound yeah. all right? Yeah. Title okay? I'm going to love it no yeah. matter yeah. what. Okay. All right, team. Neighborhood Watch. All right, cool. Nothing left run it, though. Oh, God. <laughs> Hello? I'm trying to 
trying to reach Johnny. Yeah, this is Johnny. Okay, you the one that be doing the neighborhood watch? You be walking your dog doing the neighborhood watch? Is is that you? Who's this? Is this Johnny? Who is this, man? This is PJ. Answer my question. Are you Johnny? Slow your road. Slow your road. I'm Johnny. And I do the neighborhood watch. Who, who, who is the damn PJ? I'm PJ. Baby, hold on, man. Don't call my phone yelling at me, charging me up. Hey, man, I live two streets over from you, okay? And you're supposed to be the neighborhood watchman, but that ain't what you're doing. Now, I done caught you looking in the window at my wife. When I came outside, you was halfway down the street, you and your damn dog. You ain't watching the neighborhood. You're looking, trying to see some in the window. That's what you're doing. Picking some please. I don't look at that. I do my job, man. I do my neighbor. I do my job. I do the neighborhood watch. I make sure people ain't breaking nobody houses. I got a wife. What the hell? I want to look at somebody else's wife. I got a piece of at home. I want to look at nobody. Then you need, then you need to stay out from looking through, through looking through people's window, man. You're supposed to be watching the neighborhood, not watching my wife's. Where you say you live again? Because we I, 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 I live, live two streets. You know what? I, I tell you what, though. I tell you what, Mister Johnny. Damn people, Tom. I'm gonna show you what a damn people, Tom is. No, I'm gonna show you what. No, I'm gonna start looking through your window, looking at your wife. See, one peep deserve another peep, Mister Johnny. But, but bring your over here. I want you to look. I want you to look in my damn window. This. Who the hell is this? I ain't got time for this, man. I got a job. I got a mortgage. I got kids. I ain't got time for this, man. Go look at a job, man. Go go find a job. Go I got a job. job. I got a job. But when I'm at work, you got I a got job. It. Yeah, you got a job crying like a damn talking about somebody looking at your wife. Ain't nobody looking at your damn wife, man. I got a job, but when I'm at my job, I'm wondering if your is back at the house looking through the window at my wife. Please come to my damn house. Please. I'm coming later tonight to look through the window at Man, what the hell are you talking about? Calling me, talking about peeping at your damn wife. Ain't nobody because that's what your been doing, man. No wife. You probably ain't got no wife. You probably married to a damn midget or something. Man, what the are you talking about, man? Talking about not peeping at your wife. You I've got, got, I've got, got a dog. wife, and you, you is got, the you one that been peeping at the watching the neighborhood, but that ain't what you're doing. All I got to say, come over here now. Since you around the neighborhood, you three streets, whatever, how many streets, whatever you are for me, Come right now. I stand outside with my dog, waiting on your I want you to come by. Walk I'm by. coming later tonight when she Whatever. get out that shower, the same way you were looking through my window. Please, just come by. Don't wait. Just come by now, please. And, okay, I'll tell you what. With. I'll you come by right now, this, but I'm man. bringing somebody man, with me. You ain't what? Brother, I'm getting ready to, to slow down so I can get ready and handle my business, man. I'm getting ready to go to work. Again today, man. What the hell are you talking about, bro? I got two damn jobs. I got jobs to work during the day and at night. And in between, I do the neighborhood watch. I'm doing your service. I'm helping your lazy out. You are you still here watching people looking to see if they looking at your damn wife? Why don't you get you a second job or something, man? Why don't you Google? Why don't you look at monster.com or something? What the hell is wrong with you calling me? Talking about I'm peeping at your damn wife. Man, don't you ever call me with no Man, who the hell is this anyway? Who you want to know who it is? Yeah, who the hell is this? Because I got something for you. Who is this? I'm going to tell you who it is. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your wife, Trisha. <laughs> <laughs>
kicked your sh. That ain't right, baby. That ain't right, baby. Johnny. Baby, that ain't right. Man, you got me, man, because I said, ain't nobody going to get me on no prank, man, because I, I don't fall for that, man. I ain't got time for that, man. I ain't hey, got man, your wife no said, damn prank. Your wife told me you do the neighborhood watch. Oh, man, she said you do the neighborhood, you walk, you know, because what you got, a Rottweiler? Yeah, she told me. I walk, I, that's why I use, man, because I want to be safe, man, just in case something happens. I just stick my Rockwell on that. Yeah. <laughs> man, you got me bad, Tommy. <laughs> that's you, you got me bad, man. You good? I'm good, babe. I'm a getter, though. I'm a getter. <laughs> All right. Let me ask you this, though. What is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey show. <laughs> Damn, man. <laughs> I just want to know, is my 2019 stupid starting out right? Yes. I just, I, yes, my, Lord. I have to jumpstart 2019 the right way. No, you didn't. <laughs> Huh? What'd you say, why, Steve? Why would you jumpstart something that was in full blast when you left? <laughs> you don't think it's next level, Steve? You don't no, think it's next there level? There ain't no more level. He at the top. He, when it comes to stupid, he at the top of his game. King. <laughs> President and CEO. You I'm trying to run it, baby. You did good. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Tampa, baby. Tampa, Florida. That's the first city on deck for the nephew. It is January 24th through the 26th. I will be at the Improv in Tampa, Florida. That's an old stomping ground right there. This okay. year, yeah, I'm going to make it my duty to walk out on one of your shows. Oh, Steve. Oh, that'd be Steve. Don't do this to me, man. Don't make me tear up like this, you boy. You shut it down, Don't baby. make me tear up like this, boy. I ain't gonna lie. If you'd have come out there New Year's Eve and saw your boy oh. growing into a king right there with DL and said, if you'd have seen me, mm -hmm. I was actually in your slot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You was in his slot. Oh, hosted. Yeah. Because I, I was, was in there. His... I was trying yeah. to figure out How hot was that? I'm like too far, Tommy. Steve, I don't know if they told you. Maybe saying that DL ain't called you, but no, I'm, the, I'm the new king. No, you, no, they Tommy, didn't. Huh? Tommy, no, 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 leave him alone. You don't want me to have his No, no, leave him alone. Is they didn't what? call me. They didn't call me. <laughs> 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 they said a word to me. Tommy, you <laughs> were good. I was there. They, they, I'm going to tell you this email now. you, Steve? I'm, no, I heard he was good. They, they, he was good, Steve. He was. Oh, Everybody texted you. Did you hear they put my name over your name in, in the dressing room? Did you Did you hear about that? No, I heard you thought it was over. <laughs> you know that, but uh, but, but Steve, said Tommy was me. good, but yeah. said and DL was fired. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! What the hell? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Pop team. Hey. Did she pimp? No, 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 Junior, but but she gonna pimp pop team me on my tickets though. No, no, but hold up though. Hold this is what she did to you. Sip pop team pop. <laughs> great if you did that though Steve. i would love to see yeah. big dog come that out oh, man. i, I, I want to do oh. it too because i want you to come light it up come on have some fun man you come get this mic one more time no you i should don't want to do it. nothing you should film it i'm gonna just walk out oh you're just gonna <laughs> walk out there 
right, look. Well, if we... you want to practice your walkout, you can always do it at the J spot. I'm <laughs> that, ain't a, that ain't a long enough walkout. Tonight, yeah, Jay. Yeah. Tonight. Come on out and walk Final out. Tuesday. That's a skip, yeah. hop, and step up. I, whatever you call it, do it. <laughs> Just don't order any tacos. <laughs> you got to order them. You should have ordered them last week. Yeah. You better, get, you better order them today. <laughs> All right. Thank you, nephew. Thank you, guys. Up next, it is the Strawberry Letter. Yeah. Subject, am I trifling or just ungrateful? Steve says yes. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time now for today's <laughs> Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, and more, Please submit your strawberry letter. What is so darn funny, guys? Submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click submit strawberry letter. (laughs) You need to take your throat out and rinse it off. He's he's clowning me. I know. I I got. I'm struggling this morning. I am. Oh, man. I am struggling. All right. But anyway, uh, yeah. So. Click submit strawberry letter if you want to um, send us a letter, please. And that goes for you, Mississippi. That goes for you, Dayton, Ohio, our two brand new affiliates. Dayton, Ohio, what's yeah. up, Dayo? Yeah. Get in the game, baby. Get All in right, the game. All right, Dayton. Well, well, get in the game because Alabama wasn't in the game last night. <laughs> 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 they were not in the game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why are you going to bring that up? <laughs> you know people oh. in Alabama, Tommy. Well, roll <laughs> tide then. Uh-uh, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, I'm, sorry. Understand, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Then they got to wear all that stuff work, home on so. the plane. Ooh, that's even worse. Yeah. What, Jay? What'd you say? <laughs> oh, that Alabama gear. Don't they wear it. Wear that off. Don't wear it. <laughs> what? They, they was in California last night. Get your California uh, shirt. Wear that on. I put that souvenir shop. That's two stops. Yeah. Yeah. Get you a get you a Laker jersey. You right there. <laughs> you better get you a Laker jersey. Something that's winning. <laughs> Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. All right, thank you, nephew. I'm going to try to get through this. All right, subject, am I trifling or ungrateful? Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 42-year-old single mother, and I have two teenage children that live with me. At my age, I wanted to become a homeowner and stop renting. So I started looking for an affordable place to buy. My mom recently received a financial blessing, so she offered me to buy me a house. So she offered to buy me a house. Hesitantly, I agreed. I I found a small, affordable home, and my mother bought it. I pay the mortgage, but the house is in my mom's name, which is why I was hesitant to go through with the deal. I should have followed my first mind. Because since I have moved in, I have not had any peace in my home. On several occasions, I came home to find that my mother had put pictures on the wall, put up curtains, and bought pieces of furniture for my house. She is a thrifty shopper, so I don't like any of the design choices she has made. One day, she dropped off 10 vases and told me she planned to keep fresh flowers in them and put them throughout my house to liven it up. She comes over every other day, and she stays overnight, too. This is unacceptable. So I had to tell her that enough is enough. I asked her to please text or call me before coming by. She made sure to remind me that it's her house. <laughs> that it's her house. She called me an ungrateful heifer. <laughs> Dang. And said I was trifling for not appreciating the way she's trying to help me to decorate the house. 
I haven't talked to her, nor have I seen her in a week. So, I guess it worked. I don't want to be at odds with my mom. I'm very grateful for all she's done, but I need her to respect my space. Am I wrong? Please help. No, you're not wrong. You are absolutely not wrong. Especially, you know, as long as you spoke to your mom in a respectful way, and it sounds like you did. But boy, this is really a a case for going with your first mind, for going with your gut here. Uh, This has got to be in the top five of that, you know. You you knew it would be a problem, though, which is why you said you were hesitant in the first place. But that down payment, your mama's money, was dangling in your face, so you went for it. The lesson for you here is, you know, you should have got your name on the house as well. You know, yeah, your mom paid the down payment, but you could have put your name on the uh, on the deed. Um, Shortly after purchase, you could have done like a quick claim, um, you know, transaction or uh, just waited until you came up with the money for your own house. You could have done that because you've been looking for a while. You could have been a little more patient. I understand you wanted to get the house, though, and you found one and it was right there and and your mom was there. But in the meantime, yes, your mom is out of order. Uh, You know, when you give someone a gift, you don't hover it over them, you know, and 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 invade their space like your mom's doing, constantly remind you that it's her house. That's not right. I mean, she's throwing it up in your face every chance she gets. Furthermore, you're paying the mortgage. You are. So it's it is your house. Uh, I, I'm glad she's decided to remove her herself from the situation. And, and you could probably, you know, a little later on, give it some time, call her and, you know, make your apologies. You guys make up. Uh, she's your mom. She's not going anywhere. But, yeah, she's wrong to do all of this. I mean, nice to, to help you, but wrong as far as this is concerned. Steve? Well, anytime y'all ready for me to make the clarifying statement of this letter, Please stop me in the middle of it and ask me at any time, Steve, do you have a clarifying statement? Okay. And I'm going to make it. Let's start with the letter. 42, single mama, two teenage children. You know, she always thought that by the end she'd be a homeowner. Most people do. That's a great goal in life, you know, be a homeowner, stop renting. So you start looking for an affordable place. Your mom ran into some, a financial blessing. See, now, here we go. Let's start. This is a financial blessing. Uh-huh. That's what she said. All your problems started with what you considered a blessing. <laughs> See, careful. Mm. Your mama came up with a financial blessing. This wasn't yours. This wasn't them kids. This wasn't your daddy's. This wasn't none of your siblings. Your mama had a financial blessing. So she offered to buy me a house. Hesitantly, I agreed. Why? Why would you hesitantly agree? But you found a small, affordable home, and my mother bought it. Your mama bought it. Mm. I paid a mortgage, but the house is in my mama name. Now, if your mother was truly buying you the house, why wouldn't she just give you the down payment and let you own the house? That is because this was never the intention. She just gonna let you stay there. Right. Which is why I was hesitant to go through the deal. I should have followed my first mind. I have not had any peace in my home. 
That's cause it ain't yours. <laughs> See, let's just go and get to this right now. On several occasions, I came home and found my mother had put pictures on the walls and curtains and bought the place furniture in her oh house. Oh, my God. For my house. That's cause it's her house. Hang on, Steve. We'll have part two of your response Anytime coming Anytime y'all want to clarify a statement when we come back, just ask. I'm going <laughs> to ask you. Okay. Uh, we'll be back at 23 after the hour with today's Strawberry Letters subject, Am I Trifling or Ungrateful? Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Well, uh, the recap is simple. It's a woman over here, 42, got these kids, always wanted to own a house. Her mama ran into a financial blessing, mm-hmm. a gift from God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Then her mama decided she'd help her daughter out by buying her a house. So she bought the house. She paid a mortgage, but it's in her mama's name, which is why she was hesitant in the first place. Let's go over what I said. I have not had any peace in my home. Well, that cause it ain't yours. On several occasions, I came home and found my mother put pictures on the wall, put up curtains, and bought pieces of furniture for my house. Excuse me, her house. <laughs> She's a thrifty shopper, so I don't like any design choices she made. One day, she dropped off 10 vases, told me she planned to keep fresh flowers in them, and put them throughout my house to liven it up. Yeah. She won't put it in her house <laughs> and they ain't gonna stay live. You're gonna have a bunch of dead ass flowers in the house. <laughs> is, uh, is now a she, good time? She comes Steve? over. You, you I, want it? Well, I, you, anytime yeah. you want it. Can you? What's the clarifying statement? Can't let black people put their name on nothing. <laughs> no. That's just, this oh is what God. this is all about. <laughs> you can't let black face. people put their name on nothing <laughs> yeah. and then try to act like they ain't got no say so. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's the clarifying statement. Okay. I'll give it to you anytime you want it. Okay. Here's another one. She come over every day. She stays overnight too because she at her house. <laughs> this is unacceptable. Yeah. And unacceptable to who? <laughs> My name on the... What? You don't like it? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So I had to tell her that enough is enough. I asked her to please text and call me before coming by. Why I got to call you to come by my house? <laughs> she made sure to remind me that it's her house. She got she had a deed with her. Huh. Hey, hey, Steve. Huh? Can you make a clarifying statement? You can't let black people put their name on nothing. Please. <laughs> nothing. Not the lease, the mortgage. They can't co-sign no damn loan. They can't rent you no damn car. You can't let their ass b- Man. buy you a car. They can't rent a car. They can't get you a truck to move in. <laughs> Oh, man. You ain't packing all that stuff in that truck. I got to carry it back. Yeah. Your prescription up? <laughs> you can't get a prescription. You, I need two of them pills. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do nothing. So you can't let that black people put their name on nothing. <laughs> I've been have been around black people my whole life. I'll be 62 years old in a minute. I've been black the whole time. All my relatives is black. Every last one of them. <laughs> I know. You can't let them put their damn name on nothing. Uh, she called uh, me ungrateful helper. That's just the beginning. 
<laughs> uh, the, oh, that's her opening statement. Uh, is you ungrateful helper? You ought to hear. Uh, you wait till you get to the reunion <laughs> and find out what your ass really is. Clarify statement. You can't let black people put their name on nothing, and you're not fitting to hear about it. Uh, you can best to believe this uh, here. Uh, and, uh, and said I was trifling uh-huh. and oh, for not appreciating the way she was trying to help me decorate the house. Don't nobody want all these old ass decorations oh, in no. here. Because, Mama, you old. Ten Got bases. all these blue farm plates sitting up on top of the mantelpiece. <laughs> Got that big giant wooden spoon and fork on the wall. Yes, <laughs> yes. Coming in here, I'm uh, her and my uh, daddy in here hamming walnut paneling up on the wall. Uh, not wood paneling. <laughs> Mama, who, Mama, who ordered this shag carpet? Why is it a rake in the corner? <laughs> rake in the Mama, where you get that from? That's a TV stand, baby. A TV stand. They don't do those anymore. For the color TV to sit up. Mama, Mama I want a flat screen. Yeah. yeah. You, flat screens is the devil. <laughs> How's all that little stuff coming out of that flat screen? That ain't nothing but that's Satan. So you gonna get a picture tube is what you need. Christians, Christians have picture tubes. I haven't talked to her, nor have I seen her in a week. Well, hell, that's lucky. She coming back though. You can bl- I haven't talked to her, nor seen her in a week. Oh, she got. She getting a lawyer. <laughs> what? She getting a lawyer. When you come Mama. over there, you're going to have eviction notices. And people going to be saying goodbye to your ass. <laughs> so I guess it worked. There ain't nothing work. Her name's still on the damn deed. Uh, I don't want to be at odds with my mama. I am very grateful for all she's done. But I need her to respect my space. Am I wrong? You ain't got no space. <laughs> Clarifying I just statement. told you, you can't put <laughs> black people's name on nothing. Stupid. <laughs> Uh, That's her house. That's her Uh, house. That's her TV. uh, That's her room. That's her car. That's her porch. That's her tree lawn. (laughs) Hey, uh, can can black people rent you a room? If they rent you a room, (laughs) you might come home and don't be no dough on it. (laughs) Wow. And I'm going to tell you another statement, too. What? Poor people don't share good. Just want to let you know that. Because somebody have to be in charge of the other poor person. <laughs> poor people don't share good. I'm just trying to teach y'all something now. Because the poor person, somebody has to feel like they in charge. Soon as a poor person get a little something, handful of quarters, and you ain't got no quarters, oh, you finna hear about it. Oh, you finna hear about it. Clarifying statement before we go. You can't let black people put their name on nothing. All right, we got to get out of here. And expect your ass ain't finna hear from it. Cable, too, dog. Cable. Cable. Email us, Instagram us. I don't even like Sports Center. I just want a regular package. (laughs) Go to Steve Harvey FM. And coming up in 10 minutes, comedy roulette, guys. And uh, did you see last night's national college championship game? Did we see it? Yeah. (laughs) Did the roll tide see you? All right, that's, that's all coming up, Steve, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, uh, Comedy Roulette is coming up, of course. But before we get to Comedy Roulette, 
Junior, what? <laughs> what do you have for us, sir? Please. Uh, fellas, anybody? Hmm. Do anybody hmm. want to say anything to the state of Alabama today? Uh, <laughs> do what, anybody? What we so have here? Last night was a beast, man. How about oh. oops upside the head, Steve? Oops. How about that that's one? That's a good jam. Yeah, that's a good one, boy. Okay, so what? But explain, because I'm not into college football like that at all. They wasn't either. Right. <laughs> they didn't show up either. Clemson just kept their foot on the gas pedal, man. Oh. Yeah. No. They South would Carolina. not let them up, man. They wouldn't let them up. They they beat they beat. I ain't never seen Alabama take a whooping like that. That's I'm telling you right now. If really? y'all understood the culture of roll tide roll, now I have heard of that. I, yeah. I have heard of that. Oh, it's serious. It's very Man. serious. And some people might not go to work. Really? No, it, what? no, Today. no. They all liquor stores out of gym. Oh, yeah. Liquor stores is out of all alcohol after this ass whooping. You know what, what Clemson did to uh, Alabama last night? Yeah. Liquor stores is out of all alcohol. <laughs> Ain't no alcohol in that Bama. No. <laughs> well, hold up. Why don't you guys put this into comedy roulette? This that, right here? That's one of the categories, and who knows? It might land, uh, land on that. It's time for comedy roulette. Well, hell, we, set it up? we didn't got to roll yeah. it. Let's just go straight set it up. Go ahead, Jay. Set it up. Comedy roulette is something we do from time to time since we get so many new listeners that listen to the show. Yeah, and the Mississippi, we got, we got Jackson, Mississippi, and Dayton, Jackson, Ohio, Mississippi. Steve. Well, we go, take Jay. four subjects, and we put them on the wheel. Then we spun the wheel around. Uh-huh. Where the wheel stopped is where we do the damn thing. <laughs> It's the past tense of spin. Uh, Means to be spun. (laughs) These are the categories, comedians. Ready? Things you things you have to say to get out of a fight. That's number one. Number two. Uh huh. Yeah, I like it. I thought. I thought. Go ahead. Number two, things Alabama fans are saying to themselves, oh, right now, okay. Uh, <laughs> After last night? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all didn't have to put that on the Yeah, that's wheel. in yeah, there, right? That's in there. there. All right, uh, number three, stuff you say at the store once you take something back Ooh. and and you know you've used it, okay? Mm-hmm, you know you yeah. do. That's a good one right there. Mm-hmm, that's really uh, and good. number four, things lonely people say to you as to why they don't have anyone as to why they're 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 just uh huh. All right, spin the wheel, cat, please. Mm. Mm. Okay. Good job. Oh, no, it didn't. Oh my God! Look at that. What? It stopped on. It stopped on, guys. Things Alabama fans are saying to themselves now. Let's go, baby. Come on, let's Junior. go with it. Comedian. This ain't gonna be nice, Alabama. Come on. <laughs> Nice day. Uh, go, Junior. Oh, you want me to kick it off? Yeah. I know one thing they said to themselves. One thing Alabama fans are saying to themselves, has anybody spoke to that elephant? Because <laughs> he probably going to kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jay. Take this. <laughs> Let's go, Jay. Here's right. something they said to themselves. I'm going to need y'all to wash this red and white stuff off my face before I get on that damn plane. (laughs) (laughs) Here's one they got to be saying. Uh I don't know why, but God's got to be mad at us for some reason (laughs) for this to happen. (laughs) All right, comedy roulette, Steve. Things Alabama fans are saying to themselves. 
I'm telling you right now, they was cheating. They had on too much orange. <laughs> Just orange, orange, orange is too much. But it's just a game. Yeah. Oh, no, it's no, more than a game. No, no, it's a lifestyle. No. Oh, no, I'm going to tell you how serious it gets, uh, Shirley. Okay, come this on. There's probably something somebody that's an Alabama fan probably saying. Uh-huh. You know, I named my son Nick Saban. <laughs> Putting him up for adoption. Oh, 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 is that serious like that? He can't live here no more. I'm going to tell you something Alabama fan is saying right now. I'm going to be the first to say it, but we're going to need some more colored boys out there. That's what we need. Jay. Here's what one of them got to be saying. What? We lost mainly because we didn't score enough points. <laughs> but you take that away, and you got yeah. yourself a tie. I'm telling you. Good one, nephew. Good one. All right, Steve. Things Alabama fans are saying to themselves. All right, now listen. Okay. Interstate 20 connects <laughs> Birmingham and South Carolina. Uh-huh. But I tell you what, don't let us catch your ass on it. <laughs> oh, really mad. Yeah, they're really mad. Yeah. I had no idea. I know what. They're saying all of this in Alabama. They said uh-huh. All this is being said in Alabama. You know no what? Idea. We lost that game last night. I told them they can't whoop our ass for real. I know that. How about, how about this one? How about this one? How about this one? Roll tie. Shut up. Just shut up. I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> All right, Steve, come on, close it out. Mm. <laughs> Things Alabama fans are saying to themselves. You know what I think they won the game? Hmm. Why? I think they won the game, and I, you know, I don't be one to put it out there, but I think because they had a white quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> That's really? probably it. <laughs> Keep giving all these Negroes and Hawaiians all these shots. <laughs> That's what we get for trying to be impartial. All right, and that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> is comedy oh, roulette. Yeah. In the words of George Wallace, <laughs> segregation now. <laughs> we should have stuck with it. Now look what didn't happen. All right. Uh, thank you, guys, I think. Uh, coming up at the top Woo! of the hour, check this out, guys. Finally, finally some justice for Centoria Brown, Tennessee governor, has granted her clemency. We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Finally, justice for Centoria Denise Brown. Now, this was the woman who was serving a life sentence for killing a man who brought her, who bought her for sex when she was just 16 years old. You guys may remember uh, this story. Mm-hmm, uh, she's mm-hmm. been granted clemency, thank God, and thanks to the Tennessee governor, Bill Haslam, he's granted it uh, executive clemency to Centoria Brown. She's been serving a life sentence for that murder. She committed a murder when she was 16 years old. Her case was championed by a number of celebrities, including Rihanna, Ashley Judd, and Kim Kardashian. Uh, Centoya Brown supporters have said that she acted in self-defense when she killed 43-year-old Johnny Mitchell. Uh, Johnny Mitchell Allen is his name. This was back in 2004. 
claiming uh, that she feared that he would kill her after he took her to his house for sex. Since then, Centoya Brown has been pleading her case, explaining that she was a sex trafficking victim at the time and feared that her life was in danger. Wow. Tennessee Governor Bill Haslam commuted uh, Centoya Brown's sentence of life imprisonment and is now scheduled to be released uh, for uh, to parole supervision on August 7th of this year. So well, that August, is great what, August 7th? August 7th of this yeah. year, yeah. Why Why so long? But it's we waiting August 7th. Well, you know. Bureaucracy, yeah, red tape, all of that. Damn. Yeah. Well, yeah. better than life. Yeah, though. she's getting you know, out. You That's give the good the, news. Got to give yeah. the governor credit. Yes, and yes. we definitely do. Can't sure. block that blessing. Yeah. You went from life yeah. to August. I, I'll take it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Finally, um, justice. Finally. Yeah. But man, that's so unfair of the woman. I mean, what do you want women to do? Yeah. You, you you bought her. Mm-hmm. Well, hold up, dog. What you mean you bought her? Hey, how this go? Yeah, she was 16. Man, 16, 30, 40, 85. Bye. That's crazy. Yeah. You gonna buy this woman, abuse her like that? Ain't man, nobody finna sit up and take all that. Come on, man, that's crazy. Yep. What was she supposed to do? Why is she in jail in the first place? That they, they didn't hear that part. He bought her. He sex trafficked her. She feared for her life. She killed him. What? 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 I'm. I'm, everybody yeah. good with that no, story? No, no, I, I, I hear you. Yeah, I'm, that, that story sounds good. That's open and shut. I know. I, I've often wondered what do, are these judges, are these people hearing the same case that we're hearing? Are they seeing the same things that we see when no. they make these well, kinds of... she was of, a juvenile and they yeah. tried her as an adult. Hello, but not, yeah. not to bring this up again, but the juror in surviving R. Kelly. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Old, Oh, foreign sounding dude. I didn't believe any of the girls. I didn't the, like way the way they, they were looked. dressing. Yeah. I don't care if them little girls had on panty sets. Mm-hmm. They 14. Yeah. Right. They're children. They're kids, man. Yeah. I don't think they came out in high heel shoes and bikinis. They kids. Yeah. But he's sitting up with his old decrepit ass, racist, because cause they I didn't like the way they dressed. I didn't believe none. How you ain't believe none of them? One thing my mama always said, everybody ain't going to tell the same lie. Hmm. Mm, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the same See, The mm-hmm. same Not the lie. same way. Yeah, Dog, different people telling the exact same lie. I was in the room. I couldn't come out. I didn't get fed. I got slapped. I was made. I couldn't call nobody. I was ordered to do this. I was in training. Everybody can't tell the same lie. Yeah. Not everybody. Mm-hmm. That's right. You're right. Everybody Steve. can't tell the same lie. See, a lie, man, is for deception. Everybody can't tell that same one because it's a lie. Yep. See, if everybody repeating the same thing over and over and over and over, mm, somebody lying. Yeah. See, you you can't. That's that's so. This woman gets clemency. First of all, thank you to the governor. Yeah, for seeing Governor it. Bill Haslam, because there's been other governors that have ignored this. I really appreciate him. I hate that it's taken to August. Oh. I don't get that part, but August is better than life. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did kill the guy, but man, I can't think of a better reason to protect yourself. It's called self-defense. You shouldn't have been in And somebody's year. abusing you. I, mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. You know, yeah, where you I'm from, sixteen-year-old to life. 
Man. Right. Four, yeah. Life. Life. This right. was 2004? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's crazy, man. Wow. 16 year old for life. Two thousand and four. Mm-hmm. So she yeah. already did fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. about fifteen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so she's thirty now. Close she's to it. 30, yeah. 31? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Jesus. It's a long time, man. Mm-hmm. A long time, man. Half of her life, her young life. Oh, dog. She's done exact yeah. same mm-hmm. amount of time she's been on Earth has mm-hmm. been in a prison. And in one of the most critical parts of her life. But praise God, she gets out and hopefully she can get into a support system that can get her, you know, loved and guided and protected, you know, so she can get out and have, you know, maybe one day find real love, start a family, you know, be a happy, have a happy life, life. you know. Yes. Yes. Mm -mm -mm. No, that's Let's just hope prison hasn't done. Man, you're not institutionalized. The, the mental aspect. Prison is so damaging. Yeah. It's but so But maybe damaging. she can get some therapy when she gets out. And they're doing, you know, they did a cope. documentary about this. Mm-hmm. This is how everybody found out about the case, you know, if you didn't know locally. So I think they're going to do a follow up documentary. She's been doing schooling and stuff. She's been rebuilding herself while in prison, too educating herself and things like that. So you're right, Steve, when she gets out, hopefully, you know. I just don't understand how this go that long. From yeah, 04 you know to, how many brothers and sisters now? are in jail for way more time than the crime they got? It's a lot Man, of them. A lot, a lot of them. A lot of them. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of women in jail for the mm-hmm. same thing. Same thing. For right. killing an abusive man. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of women incarcerated for that. A lot. Yeah. All right. Um, coming up, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The IRS announced on Monday uh, evening, actually, that uh, despite the government shutdown, it will process tax returns starting January 28th and issue tax refunds as planned. That's a move ordered by the White House earlier. Uh, the IRS has sent close to uh, 90% of its workforce home without pay due to the government's partial shutdown and according to a contingency plan published by the agency in December. IRS offices are closed, tax questions are not being answered, and prior to Monday's announcement, there was a concern that refunds to early filers this year might not be issued on time if the shutdown dragged on. According to Yahoo.com, Russ Vout, acting director of the Office of Management and Budget, told reporters Monday afternoon that the administration would be updating guidance from past shutdowns in order to allow for tax returns to be fulfilled during the ongoing partial shutdown. Can they mm. talk to Trump about his taxes while they over there doing all exactly. that? Exactly, exactly. I hope exactly. the damn IRS fold up and burn to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Well, with all their records. I don't give a damn it is <laughs> shut down. I hope I wish it would get lost. <laughs> I hope I wish it would shut down permanently. But the one government agency that everybody wishes would yeah. <laughs> shut down in the well, shutdown. And then when we do it's open up, up. Yeah. yeah. When we do open don't up. Don't ever open up. <laughs> yeah. Quit calling me. Lose my information. <laughs> shred That's what it. I want. Shred Man. me. Shred it. <laughs> I want to be able to call down there, sir. We have no record of you. <laughs> Great. <laughs> You're good. You're good. No, no, this is how to go. 
Sir, we have no record of you. What? Oh. <laughs> That's you, Steve. Yeah. We have no record of you even being on file, sir. Oh, you wait, let me, yeah, you've paid sir, all your taxes. Sir, sir, let me give you my social security number again. 222-222-222. That is not correct. So could you read that number again? 222 <laughs> Two, two, two. <laughs> Sir, I hear nervousness in your voice. Are you lying to me? Uh, really? No, you don't have record of that. <laughs> not, not at all. We don't see your name oh. or anything here. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, thank what you. was that? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I didn't hear you. Hold what was on. that? Let me give you my. Let me give you my. <laughs> uh, my federal ID number for for okay. one of my companies. He wants to make sure. Dash. Nice. That's not the number we have, sir. I don't know if you sent this in. We have a number seven 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 three eleven. Let's, let's be sure. Do you know anything about seven that? Seven dash. Why are you about to close? He's happy. Tears of joy. Yeah. Do you have that number? <laughs> no, sir? we don't have that number, sir. Oh, thank you, thank you, Jesus, thank you, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. But just out of curiosity, how much would it have been? I'm rich. <laughs> I'm rich for real. <laughs> for real. Thank you, Jesus. He's stupid. I'm rich for He's real. Stupid. Yeah. You're not gonna pay it. Don't y'all Just out of curiosity, how much would you have paid if we had your information? Sir? What? Yeah. It would have been forty percent of everything I have. <laughs> Together. I don't have I don't have to sit it. <laughs> it's April 15th. I don't have to sit it. <laughs> we have no record. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm finna go. I'm finna go. All right, we'll be back with more of this ignorant show. I'm Welcome I'm aboard, I'm Jackson, played. Mississippi, and Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm feeling good about 2019. And I'm going to start it off. This is the way I'm going to do it. Okay. Steve Harvey listeners. My $99 special for two more weeks. What? My $99 special. What? For you to join me at my all-inclusive Sand and Soul Festival. We once again, you can ask anybody that was there if it wasn't slamming, jamming. Man. I bet you it was. Oh. We taking over the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, for five. Five incredible Woo! days. Non-stop fun. Mark your calendars now for October 10th through the 14th, Columbus Day weekend. Woo! October 10th through the 14th, Columbus Day weekend. Here's some of what you'll enjoy. Oh, my God. We had so much fun. All inclusive. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Alcohol, Uh 24-hour room service. Yeah. I'm going to have to take my vegan chef if that's what I'm going to try this year. (laughs) (laughs) Because you know you're going to fall off. Yeah. Man, I would would roll on so many levels. There's a jacuzzi and a balcony in every room. Mm, That's 13 swimming pools, y'all. We got 11 restaurants. You can't get bored. We got 23 bars and lounges. Unlimited resort credits. Wow. Oh, yeah, I'll be there for that. And the largest casino in the Caribbean. I got put out the casino. 
How'd you get put out? Because I, I over one. The dude that run it is a dude from Toledo. He said, man, this weekend was doing great till you hit them two jackpots, Mr. Hogg. He over one, he said. Yeah, that's what they mad Because I hit the jackpot and all they proceeds, I was winning. It's in there clowning. Let's praise God for that. Mr. Harvey, Mr. Harvey, just wait. If that wasn't enough, stand by and get ready to experience this. What? Welcome to Paradise. Genuine live this year. Genuine. Pony, baby. Pony, baby. Pony. Jump on it. Hey, Rad. Rad, man. All the way there. Saddle weight. And just for clearances, he's talking about grown folks. Hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Fresh off this weekend, we need to clarify that. He's got a beard he's now. He's talking about yeah, grown they talk folks. About that. Who got a beard? Ding No. Showtime no. at the Apollo. Oh. The beauty bar that I walked into last year that was a huge success. Hosted by the fabulous Marjorie Hart. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Hey, Marjorie. We got a party at Sea Day Cruise. I will not be on that. I, I did I that. don't go out to sea with drunk-ass people. <laughs> we got the Tears of Joy comedy show. We got the Act Like a Success master class. Mm-hmm. We got the 80s party with Dougie Fresh performing live. Nice. We got, oh, Lord, help me, Father God, cigars and cognac. Uh-oh. Hand-rolled cigars. I'm going to have to save going- up. Casino Royal Party. Come raise a sharp, dress to success. Dress for success. We're going to do a Casino Royal Party. You know how we had them theme nights? Yeah. Then yes. we're going to do a Red Light District Grand Finale concert. Ooh. Red Light District. Red attire suggested. We suggest red attire. Wow. Oh, yeah, I'll be there for that. Red Light District Party. Kid Capri performing live. Make mm. your reservations. Leave your wallets at home. Go to steveharveysayandthesoul.com. Or you can call 800-684-2825. 800-684-2825. Tell them Uncle Steve sent you. Let's show up show out. Steve Harvey Nation. All right, Steve, coming up, closing remarks right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. We're at the last break of the day. It's been a big day, a good day. We learned a lot today, Steve. Take us home with some inspiring and enlightening closing remarks. You know, yesterday, because of the new year, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to share something else with you all. Uh, I want you to do this in 2019. Lean, lean on God's promises. You know, it's really not that difficult. Uh, His promises are true. He does love you. He's proven it time and time again. The reason that you know God loves you, I mean, just think about it. Look back on 2018, 17, 16, 15, 14, right on down the line, and think of all the things that you didn't think you would make it through and he bought you through anyway, even, even without you directly asking him to. I mean, let's be real. We ain't prayed about everything. Let's just go and keep it 100. We ain't really talked to him about everything. Let's keep it 100. We ain't really confided in him and sought his counsel and advice on everything. We done all stepped out there and done some stuff on our own. We made our own decisions. We made some beds we had to lay in. But in spite of that, 
Did he not bring you through all of it? Answer the question. I'm talking to you. Answer the question. 2018, 17, 16, 15. Did he not bring you through everything you thought you wasn't going to make it through? Even if it was a health issue, he brought you through it, you're still here. Did not he do it? Even when you didn't ask him to. Let's just have a real conversation going into 2019. So now, what I've decided to do, because I fall into that category. See, I'm not talking to you like, let me tell y'all something to help straighten y'all out. No, no. This for Steve Harvey, too. This is very much for Steve Harvey. See, I've lived this. That's how I know this without pen, paper, notes, or anything, because I didn't live this. I've not confided and conferred with him on everything, but because of his goodness and his pure love for me, he brought me through some things I really didn't know how I got on the other side. I looked back and said, man, remember that old song? Old people used to sing, my soul looked back and wonder how I got over. I've looked back and went, man, I got through that and I didn't even get toe up behind it. I'm Isaiah 43, 1 and 2. I can walk through the fire and not get burned, nor will kindling set upon my clothing. Which means I've walked through the fire, came out the other side. It didn't even look like I was on fire, and it wasn't no soot on me. There was no signs that I was in the fire. That's how good God has been to all of us. So in 2019, to amplify that, I have decided in 2019 that I'm going to approach 2019 with the expectations that God is going to do great things for me, that God is going to take me to places I've never gone before, that he's going to lift me higher than I've ever been, that he's going to see me through every challenge, setback, and hardship that besets me in 2019. I expect him to continue to show his greatness to me because he always do. I expect 2019 to be better than 2018. I expect uh, this to be my season. I expect doors to open that have been closed to me in the past. I expect healing in my body. I expect clear, concise understanding. I expect the element of confusion to be removed from me. I expect to have direction in 2019. I expect it. If you live your life in expectation of God, if you start putting most stuff at his feet, if you start laying most stuff out for him, he does more. He's a do-it-all God. He's a He's a he's a show up right now God. He's a he's a he's a man. He's awesome. God is really awesome, y'all. God is really the best thing that's available for us in 2019. We don't need no more agents. We don't need no lawyers. We we need more God. I'm telling you flat out in 2019, I'm expecting to be closer to him. Now, am I going to be perfect? By no stretch of the imagination. Am I going to try to be perfect? Be honest with you, I probably ain't even going to try to be perfect because I already know I ain't going to make it. I already know that. 
but I'm going to be closer to him. I'm going to spend 2019 talking with him a little bit more. I'm going to spend 2019 expecting my dreams to come true. I'm going to spend 2019 expecting doors to open, even when people tell me they're going to close them. I expect great things to happen for me. If I were you, I would take 2019 and approach it with the aspect of expectation and see what happened. Go back over the rest of the years. Ain't he done what he said he was going to do plus some? Why would he not continue? So why would you not expect it? Those are my closing remarks. That's it. Yes, sir. sir yes, you better sir, drop yes, it. You better drop that. Mm. Yeah. Did he drop <laughs> it or slap it? He threw that down. He slapped it and threw it in the floor. Man. And hang in there, Alabama. For the new listeners out there that don't understand why I say y'all have a great weekend is because I expect it to be a great weekend when it get here, and I expect to be here when it get here. So I start on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday by saying, have yourself a great weekend because I expect it to get here now. So let's get out of here. Y'all have a great weekend. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Weight loss. It feels like a constant cycle, like my body's always working against me, pushing back on all of my progress. I learned that any time I lose weight, my body tries to gain it right back. Finally, I discovered it's not entirely my fault. I know healthy eating and exercise are important, but they may not be enough. So I talked to my healthcare provider about whether a prescription medicine could help me lose weight and maintain it. Together, we made a plan to tackle this, a plan to help lower my risk of future weight-related health issues like heart disease. Join me and make a change for the better. Talk to your health care provider about treatment options to manage your weight.